0: Hello, and welcome to episode 49 of the r and Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Rossi. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's a lovely, uh, what is this, Friday afternoon that we're recording this?
1: <laughs> well, you know better than me. Yes. I'm stuck in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> is it even yes. summertime? <laughs> I don't know the,
0: the dingy basement with the uh, with the one light Swinging back and forth over a table And yeah. it's just one chair in the room And it's just you
1: Yep, I should really stop swinging that light
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tap Tap the table twice If you're <laughs> If you're in danger Yeah <sighs> <laughs> uh. Speaking of danger, though, we are going to be talking about uh, everything Assassin's Creed. And mm-hmm. I said danger because, well, assassins get into danger. So, I mean, I have to explain a joke to you. It's not all that funny, but whatever. <laughs> Just for um, those at home who are curious, where is he going to segue? I don't understand. What does he mean? Yeah, me neither. Now you know. Well, see, look, I think I explained it because now everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we're gonna be talking, you know, about all the games from One to Black Flag because those are the ones that I played. Um, you have played a little more than I have. Yep. I played a little bit of Unity, but we'll we'll get there. Uh, yep. We're gonna be talking about the lore in Assassin's Creed. Then we're gonna go into our interest on the upcoming game Odyssey.
1: Yep, and, and our
0: hopes. Yes, and where we think the series is gonna go from uh, from he- from here or Odyssey, I guess. And, uh, yeah, maybe there's more? I don't know, we'll see. Yep. Maybe there's more, I don't know, i Basically, the whole, the whole thing behind Assassin's Creed is that there's two rival factions who are competing against each other, the Assassins and the Knights Templar, and they are fighting for, well, the Templars are fighting to, like, control humanity, and the Assassins are basically like, nah, we're not going to allow that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's a very um, broad kind of explanation. Yeah, <laughs> that's that doesn't quite fit all the nooks and crannies, but you know, <laughs> it, it it covers the bases.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty basic, but I mean, that's basically what it is. Uh, there's also a third uh, party in the in the un- in the universe in the canon as well.
1: Right. which you think
0: is really cool the ones who came before you know
1: right they they call them the first uh, civilization or something yeah Yeah. the first civilization that's right yes yeah and And, go ahead well I I was just gonna say that I mean that's it's kind of cool some of the later games um, they don't really explain a lot more about the first civilization like, we, we can get into this maybe a little bit later. But <laughs> the early games, it was kind of like that was the whole deal. Like, you had yeah. the story with the Assassins and the Knight Templars, but it was really a story about the first civilization. Yeah. I, I've just noticed that as they progress, as the games get closer and closer to the newest one, Odyssey, they right. are getting away from that like for whatever reason they're they're getting away from the first civilization
0: yeah and that's i mean I, I again i haven't played past black flag so i'll have to take your word for it right but uh it's kind of disappointing that they've sort of broken away from that stuff yeah but i i have a whole issue with stats creed that I, I i'll get into it later yeah. Get into it later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right
1: but, now, you can kind of break down the set of games into their uh, different story arcs, I guess. Yeah. Like, the first uh, five games, right? Yeah, the first five games, they're about, uh, really, they're about Desmond Miles.
0: Yeah. Who... Who is Desmond? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I was, He's, a, he's an assassin that wasn't trained <laughs> to be an assassin and he gets stolen by Abstergo which is the f- future Templar company that the Templars made Yep. and they stick him into the machine uh, the, the Animus, animus. Uh, so that he can relive his ancestors past experiences so that they can find these mystical items uh, what do they call those?
0: Pieces of Eden.
1: Yeah, Pieces of Eden. And so you have those uh, items that they're trying to find because it gives them power over people.
0: Yeah, it bas- basically the, uh, the artifacts hold great power and they're con- capable of controlling free will. So, yeah.
1: hmm Yeah. There's, so far that I've seen, there's three different Pieces of Eden that they've shown. One of them allows you to control people's minds and the other one's just like a spear that shoots stuff. It's like a laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, re- I don't remember what the third one is right now, but they've shown three pieces of Eden uh, in the game series that I've seen up until uh, Unity because that's, that's where I'm at. I've, I've played them all and beaten them all up until Unity, which I'm pretty close to beating Unity right now as well. I have like 3 sequences left.
0: Oh, huh. good on you for powering through that, man.
1: Yeah. Well, they did a lot of updating.
0: <laughs> I remember you saying that last time we just spoke about it in the yeah. uh, E3 episode.
1: Yeah, and and here's the funny thing is uh, I I looked at the update history. Mhm. And they've had 5 updates. And when you look at the 5 updates, they have at least 20 Items in each update that they fixed.
0: (laughs) Jesus.
1: So, I can understand why people hate the game. Or why you stopped playing and didn't get through it. Uh, Even now, like when I'm playing it, there's times where... uh, Like I was under a bridge. I I was having to follow a boat. And stick with the boat. And you're running along the river. And there's a part where you're not really supposed to... Uh, climb up on this bridge. You're like supposed to be up above and jump up to the bridge top. Yeah. But I fell down, and so I just run along the bed, and so I started to climb up to try and get up on the bridge, and then he got on this one part, and he just stopped, and he <laughs> wouldn't he wouldn't go up, down, left, or right, and I'm like, you know wh- what? Just get up there, and I ended up <laughs> losing because I lost. Uh, track of the boat and so the next time I tried cool. it and I stayed up on the the right part that I'm supposed to running and I go to jump up on the top of the bridge and instead he goes down <laughs> yeah and so I have to climb up the bridge where he got stuck before and this time instead of getting stuck he climbs up <laughs> <laughs> so jeez yeah so I can understand why people... Hate that game, Uh, especially if they played it when it first came out with all these updates. Because I can only imagine, like some of the updates say, you know, keep your save data. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty bad if there's a bug that your save doesn't keep with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it, I mean, it's just like. We're 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 getting off track. We're getting off track. we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So So we talked about yeah, yeah, back to the lore, yeah. So the you were talking about the first like five games, so let's talk about the protagonists and, you know, a little bit about those before we actually dive into the games themselves. Mm-hmm. So as you said, the first five games cover the story of Desmond Miles, uh, yeah. and his journey
2: right.
0: of getting getting uh with starting out in Abstergo and then eventually escaping and by the way spoilers for a few of the stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: just cuz just cuz it's kind of important so we had to talk about it yeah. uh so we understand what's what's going on uh so yeah Desmond starts out in Estergo in the first game learning about uh Altair Ibn La'had and uh and all that stuff And the assassins and templars and all that other stuff
2: hmm
0: and you know it he like you said he was an assassin he's an assassin who was not trained to be an assassin he was a bartender i believe
1: yeah yep.
0: when they when sergo kidnapped him
1: yeah you don't even get any of that until like the second or third game yep maybe even the fourth yep. game actually
0: actually yeah. i think yeah i think i think it is like i no, think it, it is like like the third the second or third game in the in the series, that you get a little bit more of Desmond's uh, background.
1: Well, it's I know it's it's the fourth game because that's when he's in the coma, and oh, okay. you you go into the first person mode that they had that was kind of BS, and mm-hmm. you're climbing around on that. Mm,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where yep. you
1: find out his his story.
0: Yeah. So, Desmond gets involved in this in this war between assassins and Templars. And he mm-hmm. finds out throughout the, throughout the series of games that, hey, there is a uh, prophecy that the world's going to end in 2012. And at that—correct me if I'm wrong, but these games came well the The first few games were coming out around the time—yeah, 07, 709 07. 10, 20—yeah. So it was around—they they kind of came out around the, around the time of, like, the 2012 thing, and people were going a little crazy about the whole thing. So it was really cool to see them take that. And tie it into the, the the game.
1: You know, that's not me playing these later on. I I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah, so I I personally like that stuff. And uh, um, you know, Desmond he gains some of this assassin's abilities just from being in the enemies yeah. because there's a bleed through effect or whatever
1: right because he's he's experiencing what they're experiencing so he's right. learning what they're learning and so it just becomes kind of muscle memory for him once he's outside the anime yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um i'm trying to think of what else i could say without without spoiling too much but not really you know what i mean that makes sense
1: yeah i mean because, because, like,
0: a... because there is there is, there are some really important moments, uh, in the in the in the Desmond arc, right? That are essential to again that part of the story.
1: Well, let's just kind of, um, give people the spoiler warning, And yeah. let's talk about, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like as a part of the Desmond. You know, we'll just we'll okay, just talk, yeah. Let's just talk about the the story. We're talking about the lore.
0: Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, cool. All right, so... Maybe even
1: catching people up so that they can play mm-hmm. Odyssey and be caught up.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so, with the whole Desmond thing, they are, like I said, there's a war ending cataclysm that's supposed to happen in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're building to... the building to... A, it was what I thought they were doing. they building to an eventual Desmond game where he's going after Abstergo and taking right. them down, whatever. Yeah. Uh, eventually... You know, through through uh, throughout the game, Desmond learns through Subject Sixteen, who is a former Animus test subject, that uh, the event that's going to end the world is the same event that wiped out the uh, first civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and his memories hold the key to saving Earth, basically, from the second uh, cataclysmic event.
1: That's what you're led to believe. Yeah, but in fact, it's all lies. <laughs>
0: lies and slanders.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it does help. Kind of. I mean, honestly, the only memories that matter was the the last Assassin's Creed Three, the last game of the Desmond saga.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because everything else up to that point is now mute. Like, I guess we're kind of skipping a few games and a few surprises. Right. But, you know, I mean, he gets the uh, apple of Eden. Yeah. And, I guess they need power cubes from certain places so that that apple of Eden helps. Right. But realistically he only really needed to know where the the key was from the end of Assassin's Creed 3. Right. And so it kind of feels like, um, for me, one of the things that I didn't like is that they kind of poo-pooed over the rest of the Assassin's Creed uh, quadrilogy. Quadrilogy? I guess there's so many <laughs> games, I don't even know. but <laughs> So many games. <laughs> um, they poo-pooed over those, and so it's kind of a letdown because at the end of the day, those games mean nothing. They're, they're kind of pointless.
0: Yeah. Which is a big grab I have with the series.
1: Yeah. And I I was going to ask, I wasn't sure how you felt about, um, the Desmond arc, but that's kind of how I felt. I actually have, um, one of my nephews, he played every Assassin's Creed game and he was like, pre-ordered it he'd play it he'd have it done in two three days Jeez. <laughs> yeah i i assume he was just doing the story stuff and not like mm-hmm. extra stuff but he would have it done in like two or three days and yeah because I,
0: I i was going through and doing i was doing the story stuff i was doing the little like hidden secret stuff you could do for yeah. extra extra background to flesh out the world a little more I love all. I love all that stuff, and I will tell you right now that I was really invested in the modern day story of Desmond and what they were doing with that. Yep. Uh, probably even more so than what they were doing with Altier, with Ezio, and with uh, Connor.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and that's that leads into my point is that my nephew stopped playing it. I don't think he's played an Assassin's Creed game since.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, it's... One of the things that's great about the Assassin's Creed game is that you kind of get to learn about history a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. What went Love down. It. So, I mean, if if you don't like that stuff, you're going to have a really hard time playing these games so i i agree with you like the investment into the modern day assassin's creed that's kind of what they should have built towards uh with the series you know like i thought assassin's creed 2 that's what they was gonna do at the end yeah i mean i'm
0: I'm right there with you though that's what i thought they were gonna do too you're gonna have one and two you know be the ones where Desmond is learning about him himself and the assassins and Templars and all that And eventually you get to the point where in, in the third maybe maybe even the fourth game if they would have went that route at that point in time That it was gonna be all all about Desmond and him going after Abstergo and taking out the important people in Abstergo and eventually Saving the world
1: Yeah um, And that's that's where I thought because at the end of Assassin's Creed 1 You know nothing about the world that's going on outside And really, um, other than them having the first civilization, you know, you don't really know much of anything beyond that. Like, you know there's the first civilization, the Apple of Eden shows up, um, you know there's Templars and Assassins, and that you have Assassin uh, bloodline in you. Right. And... uh, that you're being controlled by the the templars to find out the information that's really everything you know in the first game
0: yeah everything which is why i would have been sorry
1: sorry i'm not done (laughs) no
0: no you're you're good
1: everything afterwards that it comes after that it it kind of if i'm being honest i feel like it it betrays the series like at the end of it, you know, you find out that you weren't the only subject. Because at first, you think you're the only subject. And then you find out that you're number 17. And that they've been doing this with lots of other people before. Yeah. And so Which is I, fine. That
0: makes sense to me.
1: I, right. But <laughs> that's kind of where I thought, like, the second game you'd be trying to break out. You know, you, you already had learned... ...all your Assassin moves from Altair. Like, what more did you need to learn... ...to bleed through? And so, I kind of feel like they betrayed that. And part of it, too, is... ...is that they got a completely different team. Like, the original team that made Assassin's Creed 1... ...they haven't made any other Assassin's Creed... ...from my understanding. Mm. Um, And you can tell. Because the first one is such a completely different experience... When compared to the other games. So I kind of feel like the story maybe was was set up to be something different and new team took over and they're like well this is cool let's make this and that because they have the unlockables where you see a video of Adam and Eve from from the first civilization. Which, by the way, why don't we have an Assassin's Creed where you play in there?
2: <laughs> in the
1: that's first right, civilization, kind of
0: cool. that'd be really cool. Well, I would like to see what that what that area looked like.
1: Yeah, but still, we don't have it. We're we're stuck in the twentieth century.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, not but, now. They've um... actually gone before <laughs> that, but that's that's another story. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. As far as the, the lore goes with Desmond like they they killed off characters that I felt like they didn't need to um, and I don't know why they did that, you know? Uh-huh. Like the, the chick, Karen? Catherine? Kitty Pryde? Lucy? Lucy! <laughs> um, you know, spoilers again, but they killed off Lucy and I felt like why you know like her story uh supposedly she's a templar and pretending to be an assassin or she is an assassin that went over to the templar side and was going to portray desmond and all them but her story as being alive you know and being a templar is more compelling than her being dead
0: yeah, you know? cause it. Yeah, cause you know you could have been like, oh, you know I betrayed you guys. I'm going back to Austergo, and then when you get Modern Day Assassin's Creed, you you as Desmond may have to kill her.
1: Yeah. And so I feel like they wasted. You know they wasted that opportunity with that character. You're you're stuck with Sean and Rebecca. Sean and Rebecca. And and of course Desmond's father, which. I love the actor who played Desmond's father but that was a shit character (laughs) (laughs) you know like all three of those characters are just lifeless and and were dumb and I I didn't appreciate them as much as Lucy's character you know there was kind of a a tension going on there and even with Unity they kind of play on that same tension you know, with the with the story of Jean uh, Dieu and Lise. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's Arno and Lise. <laughs> um, but they they kind of play on that same story of her being a Templar and him being an assassin. And I feel like they could have done that with Desmond and Lucy. Right. And that's part of what I'm enjoying of unity you know game game breaking bugs and and bad game right now I'm enjoying the story between a templar and assassin and and can they coexist if you will yeah so uh but yeah to get back I feel like they wasted that um and then everyone that hates Assassin's creed they wasted desmond too i'll let you like tell me more
0: (laughs) yeah i mean but personally i like i said i thought they were gonna go after like i said maybe after the third game because like you said after the first game he got out he escaped with lucy and he's still learning about himself and about his powers and the bleed through and all that stuff he still has a lot to learn okay fine you take you take two games you build them up and then you take two and three, build them up. Fourth game, all about Desmond, modern day. Assassin's awesome. cool. Take like, sure Cool, fine. Happy ending. Everyone win. everyone wins. Yep. Four games, cool. That's it. But no, they didn't do that. Instead, nope. instead they killed Desmond. Spoilers. And, um, yeah. Then that, that was it. Like There was nothing after that, which kind of made me care. Because I was like, oh, okay, he's dead, so... Well... Now see, what's the point?
1: See, they're using his genetic code though. To yeah, but I don't do care anymore. <laughs> I don't care because he's dead. Wait, you're <laughs> like, I you want
0: don't it. care I about Rebecca so and Sean. <laughs> I care. I care. I care more about Desmond and and Sean and Rebecca and everything, uh, and you know that whole story than hopping from hopping from assassin to assassin with no purpose almost Right. like to like to me because because they had it all set up they had it all set up you were doing you were doing I just really the...
1: love Nolan North huh <laughs> it's not even that no like <laughs> you you had it all set up
0: mm-hmm. everything all set up the world ending cataclysm Knights, knight templars, and assassins. There's a war going on between the two factions. Desmond, you're gonna get, you're gonna go on the Animus and find these things for us as as if there mm. go. <clears throat> assassins to go and you know try and cut them off, meet mm. them and fight all that stuff. They had it all set up and they didn't take advantage of it, and it disappointed me to no end. Nothing to do with Nolan North. Nothing to do with like any of that stuff. I don't really care. But you had it all set up and you kill Desmond. Uh, I believe it was he. He well, he dies to ensure their survival.
1: Yeah, well, no, that's not it at Wonderful. all. Because he could have lived, and the world would have survived, and there would have been a handful of people that survived with him, and he would have created essentially another Bible, and it would have been the words of Desmond to try and prevent. Uh, the sunspot thingy from happening a third time and finishing everyone off. But apparently once he dies, everything just goes back to the way it was. Cause that's, that's what they show him. They show him, you can either use this and sacrifice yourself and save the earth, or you can, uh, save yourself and then you'll become a messiah essentially.
2: Yeah. So they, they quote unquote give him the
1: choice. So he wouldn't have, uh, the earth wouldn't have died it would have continued on if he hadn't have saved it and that's that's part of why I feel it was bogus you know I'm because just upset he, we didn't
0: get a modern day that screen, that's basically yeah. what I'm getting at here
1: <laughs> yeah I have a feeling I know where you want the series to go <laughs> yes but yes. no Um, so we talked about the, the Desmond series and so you don't really care about the stuff after that but nope. <laughs> um we'll call it the uh the sage series because
0: because i feel like i feel like after desmond and once they get the different people in then they're just doing different things with it just to do different things with it right. like in like, like like black flag you aren't desmond because he's dead but you're working with your a new employee out of stergo and you're going through the memories of edward edward kenway mm. uh and it's like, and the whole background of they're like, yeah, we're doing this to, we're doing this to, we're, we're using the Animus now to do different things, to give people different experiences and all this. And that's really cool. Really cool. But, um, yeah, you're just this one dude who eventually does meet with Sean and, Sean and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And then after that game ends, I don't know if he comes back. But from what I remember, because I did play a little bit of Unity, he doesn't. So it doesn't really matter.
1: When you say him, are you talking about the sage?
0: The dude you play as in the modern day dude in Assassin's Creed uh, yeah, Black Flag.
1: Right. So, well, I can tell you that he does come back in Rogue. Okay. In Assassin's Creed Rogue. Uh, he is the, the main protagonist, but I mean, you never get to see his face, so what does it matter? Uh,
0: also, part of it too, yeah. There's like yeah. no character, just dude.
1: Right. Uh, However, <laughs> in Assassin's Creed Unity, it could also be the same person.
0: It could. Because you, I don't know.
1: You don't see their face, or it could just be someone because Abstergo created this Helix program. And it could just be some random person, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you're hooked up to this Helix device. Let's use you to get shit." <laughs> so it could be a random new person, or it could be someone new because there's no outside the Animus stuff, which is kind of disappointing. Like that's kind of the the core element with For Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed.
0: You yeah. you always you had you had your in in Animus, in Animus. Moments where you're going through as the different characters outside here, yeah. Ezio, Connor, whoever um, And then you had your out of animus moments where as Desmond you're going around and solving puzzles or you're interacting yeah. with the with Sean Rebecca or Lucy or yeah. with black flag you're going and you're sneaking around and you're Doing little different things for the assassins in Abstergo or whatever
1: right um, logging in people's stuff Yeah yeah,
0: getting their information, finding out other things that you didn't, you as the character didn't know before, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff. So yeah,
1: yeah, and it kind of broke up the assassinations, uh, gameplay. Yeah, you know, and so that's something that Unity's missing. And obviously, once uh, I get further along, we'll know how good this is. But back to the lore. I kind of feel like this whole Sage saga that they're doing, I really think it's stupid. (laughs) And I don't like it. You know? Because he's not just in Black Flag. He's also in uh, Unity. And I could be wrong, but I swear he's in Rogue. Although he might not be in Rogue. Rogue. But I think he is. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I, right. I've kind of like been shotgunning the Assassin's Creed series, so my brain's a little uh jumbled a little scrambled. Like, well, yeah, yeah, was was that in Black Flag or Rogue or
0: <laughs> So I know there was a sage in Black Flag. I remember that much. Yeah. In and, the early part of the game.
1: Yeah. And spoilers, but the sage is back in Unity.
0: Now, yeah, okay. Now, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: now that I'm thinking about it, there isn't a sage in Rogue. Yeah, no sage. But it still takes well he's he's not in the game, but he is in the game. And I mm. say that because at the end of Black Flag, uh, Abstergo finds the sage. And murders him. And they're now using. Their body. To. uh, I I don't remember exactly. What they said that they're doing. But like the genetic code is allowing them to unlock. Certain things kind of like. What they've done with Desmond. And his DNA. And so. uh, In Rogue they actually give a lot of backstory. And a lot of story for other characters. And so that's one of the things that I appreciate about Rogue is all the uh, information that they give that you wouldn't get if you just jumped from Black Flag to Unity so they uh, they kind of mention the sage and why it's important and kind of why they want um, the Templars want you to go through the, the Rogue character and his storyline uh, even though it doesn't have the sage in it, but they are, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to find sages Mm -hmm. because apparently one body isn't enough. (laughs) They, they need more than one sage. And I just, I find his, his character is awful. And it's, it, there's no rules to it. Like, the the whole plot of that is that the sage is supposed to be one of the first civilization guys. That it was mm-hmm. designed so that he would be born genetically as a human. That was one of their options to save the, the world and save their civilization uh, from destruction. And so now, every so many years, he's born and... Um, he remembers all of the information from the past but it's it's just it's dumb <laughs> and his character is awful and it doesn't make sense that they they brought this in when there's there's so much stuff they could have done you know kind of leave the first civilization dead like why are they bringing out the Sage character.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> you played Black Flag, didn't you?
0: I did. I did, but I don't remember a lot of it. Now it's been so long. You don't remember
1: the Sage and he, like, ejects I, 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 with I, stuff? I
0: remember, I remember the Sage being a character in the game. I remember them going after him, but that's about it.
1: Okay. Well, that's what it is. You can take my word for it. Yeah, But he's, he's just, I really don't like him and I, I wish that they hadn't taken the series in this direction. Because that's what it is. The whole storyline is now about the sage and finding the sage and finding his bodies and preventing the Templars from finding his bodies. Mm-hmm. Because he's born so many generations.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well, that, that I mean, that I mean, eh, I I don't know. I like I said, I don't I don't remember a whole lot about Black Fact at this point. Um, uh-huh. but I mean, it is a shame. I, I I'm still bitter about the whole no Monday testing. Anyway, let's move on. Let's get to talking about uh the games now. All right. Things we like, things we didn't like, uh, that kind of stuff. Start with Assassin's Creed One, obviously, from 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 the beginning. Okay. So, I don't know about you, uh, but personally, this is one of the few things that that I liked about the game, was that they made you learn about the target that you were going to kill.
2: Right.
0: Like, before you did anything, they made you, or before you could actually go kill your target, you had missions you had to do to disrupt them and, you know, get them to go into hiding or go to a spot so you could actually get into a position to kill them easier, Get them vulnerable. Take out parts of the organization or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I at the time was reading numerous game reviews, and they were talking about how they didn't like it because they felt like it watered the experience down. It extended the gameplay just to make it longer. Uh, mm-hmm. Blah di blah de, blah, all that stuff. Yeah. But personally, but personally, I liked it because, like I said, it made me learn about the person that was going to kill and their motivations and all that stuff. So when you so when you got to that. That ending sequence, where you finally killed them, and they were doing, and you were doing the whole uh, death monologue um, that they do, it wasn't just a a wealth of information coming out at one time. You got it in pieces, so you could actually compartmentalize it and remember it for later on.
1: Right. And you know, it it honestly has been about ten years since I played <laughs> Assassin's Creed um so trying to Jesus, remember yeah something. it has wow yeah
0: yeah oh seven
1: yeah it came out in 2007 and i i remember i started it but i didn't finish it until assassin's creed 2 came out i was like oh i'm gonna go finish this so i can move on to assassin's creed 2 yeah that's usually how i play my assassin's creed is the new one comes out that i'm like oh i'm kind of interested in that And so I beat the old one to get to the next one, and then I don't play the next one until the next one comes out that I want to play.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, though. So just trying to remember a lot about it. You know, hearing you talk about it, it does remind me of those. And I feel like the, the system was good, but the problem that they had with it was that the missions to find out about the assassination targets were so bland.
0: Yeah, no, and, and that, that, I mean, I will agree with that. They were bland. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, they were pretty bland and basic, but the fact that you had to do them to learn about your target or whatever was was fun for me.
1: Right. <clears throat> yeah, and it, I mean, it did add more information. It. It almost made it a educational game, <laughs> but it, it did make it feel like these people were alive and that you had to find out more about the people. Like, as I, I play now, you don't really know much. Like, all that information is locked away in lore and text. Yeah. Like, they'll say, go assassinate this person, and then text will come up oh, if you want to learn more about them, you know, push the back button or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's still in there. It's just not forcing you to find out the information before you go and assassinate them.
0: Yeah, cause you, because once it got later on to the games, I, I think all the games have, like, a codex style of thing where you can go and look at information about, oh, here's a building, and here's, you know, things about the building. Here's this yeah. person. Here's, you know... A bio about the person and things they did in life um, and then they even take it and twist it to make it fit uh, the game world the build the right. buildings and the uh, uh, people themselves which is really cool yep another thing that I, I liked about uh, the first Assassin's Creed though was I mean I even though Altair as a character in the first game was very uh, he was I don't want to call him boring, but in a way he was because there wasn't a whole lot about him that you knew about, but as the game went on, you started to learn more about his character. He still wasn't yeah. the talkiest talkiest of people.
1: Right. I mean, that was, uh, that was done on purpose, but yeah. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, of course. But um but yeah, I liked that part of it too and at the 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 fight at the end of the game was really cool from what I can remember as well.
1: I didn't like that (laughs) like I mean it it took the series in a a different direction because at first it was just like you know modern times you're you're supposed to just be assassinating these people because they're bad people and then you know plot twist it turns out that Al-Muham or whatever he's he's the bad one and you have to take him out and He has the uh, Apple of Eden. And that's what the Templars, they're trying to find the Apple of Eden. Yeah. But it just, you know, it it took the game from something that was realistic. And, you know, could have been plausible to something that now we're in the fantasy world. And so, and I remember that, that ending, like trying to defeat him was... Such a pain. It was a bit of a pain. I died so pain. many times.
0: <laughs> I did too, but I liked the boss fight.
1: <laughs> yeah. But here's here's one thing though that I did like about the original Assassin's Creed. They didn't have a reputation meter. And so what I mean by that is in certain or in the future Assassin's Creeds you had a reputation meter that if you like killed so many people They would start looking for you and, you know, guards would see you instantly and go, it's the assassin. And, you know, they'd try and go and beat him. Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: And that's something that they they didn't do. Like, obviously, as you played through and it became known that there was an assassin and you're trying to kill people, the guards started to become more in guard. And so the game got harder the later it was because, you know, they were expecting an assassin. Yeah. But it wasn't a reputation meter. It's not like I could go, oh, here's a piece of paper with my face on it. Rip. Now they don't know who I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You know. Silly guards.
1: Yeah. So that's something that I, I actually hate that in the series, that reputation meter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so not having it in Assassin's Creed, the first one, is is great. That's what I love. In fact, uh, Unity, Unity is the closest title to the original assassin's creed um in how it plays like happen to parry people because i don't know if you remember in the original assassin's creed someone would come at you and you'd have to time your parry to time it and knock it away
0: that was then... they did that all the way up until unity
1: yeah but here's like, the thing here's like, the thing. Like hold they change the formula hold up. a little bit hold up but because you might think it's the same but, in actuality, all you have to do is hold down the parry button in each, and you'd each game. And parry. Yeah, and yeah. you would instantly parry. Yep. As opposed to with Unity and with the original Assassin's Creed, if you don't time it right, you're getting stabbed. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like, um, in terms of gameplay, like Unity is the closest to the original Assassin's Creed. And I'm kind of appreciating it, I, I can't lie. You know, I've been breezing through the the other games like Rogue. I I beat it in two three days because you just stand there, you hold the guard. Like if someone's shooting at you, dodge out of the way, but you hold the parry, and then you parry, stab them, move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: you could um, chain kills like a freaking boss in the late in like two and three and all the other ones that were after two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. in the
0: xco trilogy it was yeah. so fun stupid stupidly yeah. broken but fun yeah you're like oh you're like oh i'm gonna kill i'm gonna kill this guard. hit with the sword he killed i kill him oh big outsteer you're dead too i'm just gonna come around the back of you, ah, and you're just gonna tear
1: Mm-hmm. but yeah you could I mean, mow down
0: like five thousand guards in a matter of two seconds just because you weren't killable
1: so are, is that our way it's of great. moving on to assassin's creed 2
0: Yes, if you want to, that's fine.
1: Well, we have been recording for about 50 minutes here. And we got yeah, like if you, 10 more games if we're going through all of them.
0: We'll go through the ones that, uh, we'll, we'll speed it up. Okay. If you want. Yeah.
1: I just so, don't want us to record for like three hours.
0: Yeah. No, that wasn't the plan, trust me. Okay. <laughs> I have to get the do later on anyway. Uh, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed 2. You make your switch to Ezio here, and Ezio is my favorite of the assassins. There's so much. There's so much to, so much to, to this guy, um, but his three, four, three games: uh, two Brotherhood and uh, Revelations. Mm-hmm. I like the journey you go on. You go on with Ezio as a character, and Brotherhood is my favorite of the uh, Ezio trilogy.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Why is that?
0: Um, I think just because it's a nice middle ground between what they did with two in terms of like the whole the Italia Renaissance thing and the uh and in, in Revelations where you are you're getting more um background about Ezio and about Altaïr as well, but. Uh, two introduce or two Brotherhood introduces the. Um, yes, two, Yeah, <laughs> Brotherhood introduces the. I forget what they called it in the game, but you basically have a you are you are an assassin leader basically, and right. you have these you have these other characters who are assassins with you, like your own assassin's guild. I guess so we're gonna call it that. Um, and you can train them, send them on missions, and they can bring it back stuff, and so on and so forth. That's one of my favorite parts of the of the series in general, just because I like doing that kind of stuff.
1: Right. You know, and I gotta be honest, I think Brotherhood is the one I hate the most.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and part of it comes from the Borgia character.
0: Rodrigo Borgia.
1: Yeah, which is, you know, super, I don't, no, I don't think it's Rodriguez. it's, it's like Coronel, or... Oh, the other one? Yeah, it's the dude that doesn't ever die. Like, you go to assassinate him, and he turns around and goes, ha ha, and knocks your, <laughs> He's like, ah, your blade away, like, ah. You thought you were he, gonna kill me. Yeah, and then you're, like, oh, murdering dang. him, and then he escapes, and it's, yeah. like, ten years later, you find him out in the countryside, and finally, finally, you get to murder the dude and so I found that uh, annoying and a lot of the other stuff like the extra stuff is is kind of cool but it's also not really like
0: I liked the extra stuff in the Italian Renaissance uh, games because you were you were going through the, there was when you had to find like glyphs and stuff you put the mm-hmm. glyphs together and it reveals once you find all of them, you get a little secret thing that right. gives a big thing for the overall lore of the, of the game in the modern right. day universe.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the first game that introduced the, the mini games in the Assassin's Creed series. And the mini games are that you, like, get assassins, you, like, save them from the Templars. And then you train them up by doing missions, and mm-hmm. the more missions that they do, they become like a master assassin, and then you can send them you'd off call
0: them in you call them in to help you during combat too, which was nice
1: yeah um but the the mini game was you would send them off to do missions, and the harder the yeah. mission, you'd have to uh, have a better assassin or send more than one assassin to complete it
0: yeah that that's what I was talking about,
1: yeah, and so I mean. So those are great, but overall they're just time wasters. They're like simple little time wasters because they're they're based on real-time stuff happening.
0: I, and, absolutely, yeah.
1: And so while they were fun at first, you know, X amount of games later, they're just kind of annoying. And, and now, like as I've been breezing through them, I, I don't even touch that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I didn't, I didn't even do any of the ship stuff in Black Flag. At all,
0: like the the taking out the fortresses and stuff.
1: Yeah, taking out the fortresses, but capturing boats and sending them out.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Nope. Didn't even do that. Didn't even touch it.
0: I remember doing a bit of that, in in four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember how much I did, but I did a bit of it because I again I just like doing that kind of stuff. Right because if you give me the option to do it and if I like it then I'm going to keep doing it.
1: Right. Yeah, and they kind of switch up the mini game in uh, Rogue because you have ships, you capture them and then it plays a little mini game. And granted, maybe that's what they do in 4 in Black Flag, but mm-hmm. in Rogue it has a little mini game with your three ships and you can watch them destroy the other ships. Huh. It's not as cool. Oh as yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They they switched it up a little bit because you you would have like the ship battles. You would send out your ships. They would fight other ships, and you'd get stuff from those ships
1: mm-hmm.
0: if they won or whatever, depending on what kind of ship it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Um, three. I I know. I know. We talked about four a little bit, but backing up to three though. Uh, I. What did you think about three? Because I mean. It was an okay game, from my point of view. This was the end of the Desmond arc. Right. Uh.
1: I mean, the Desmond. We we talked about the Desmond arc. Yeah, so we, we did. Yeah. We don't need to do that. I. I don't know, like it's definitely the the stepchild. It's better than Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And
0: I think for us here in America, it's probably the more the more personal one, because yeah. of when it takes place. Yeah. During that American Revolution, Revolution era, and I thought that was uh, super cool that they did that because that was one of the, that was one of the places where I wanted the Assassin's Creed games to go, and they did, so I was all in on it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I like the the Colonials as they call it, and even uh, Rogue takes place during the Colonials. Like it actually yeah. takes place during Assassin's Creed uh three yes, and it even takes it it leads up into four, like it actually finishes off and it takes you right into four, which is kinda cool, but
0: yeah, because four takes place between seventeen fifteen and seventeen twenty two yeah, whereas rogue is seventeen fifty two to seventeen seventy six
1: yeah. So it, it picks up right where it ends, which I'm kind of disappointed. I'm still playing through Unity, but I haven't seen the uh, Templar Assassin yet. I'm kind of like, will he be in this game? Will I get to see him? Like, Because he, he actually, uh, spoilers here, but at the end of Rogue, you're... Oh, the uh, next... Nathan? No, Shay.
0: Oh, sorry. I was sorry. you you said Templar Assassin and I was thinking of Nathan because of Fort.
1: No. No. Uh, Shay Cormac, he's he's the assassin that turns to the Templar side.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: And at the end of uh, Rogue and Beginning of Unity, uh, the main character, Arno, his father is murdered. Well, at the end of Rogue, you're the assassin who goes in and does that. Mm. And so it's kind of sad because so far anyways. I mean they they could throw a curveball and he'll show up and he's one of the people I have to uh fight or assassinate, but I haven't seen him yet. And so it it kind of it's kind of really disappointing that he's not here. Understandable. Um but yeah, as far as Assassin's Creed uh, 3 goes, I do like the setting a lot. Um I like the outdoor stuff. I didn't get it at first, but the whole crafting your armor stuff from mm-hmm. animals that you have to like skin in that. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Like that You know, these are these are assassins. They're they're not guys that go and and make armor. <laughs> I mean, I suppose they could do that, but I just feel like that was a way of making it so that, oh, the game's too hard? Well, go dink around, find these animals, and make your stuff so that you're better. You know, it was a time waster. So that that really didn't appease me, having the whole hunting grounds. And Mm -hmm. my goodness, getting Connor's story started... <laughs> Ugh. I I had to it's trudge. Rough, right? I had to trudge through it. Like,
0: you mean the uh, beginning part where you're playing as Nathan, or just in general?
1: No. You mean Haytham? Yes.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. i don't call him Nathan. I don't know. what I'm calling Nathan for.
1: Yeah. I don't Haytham. Know thank you. Yeah.
0: I think it's sa- it sounded like Nathan for some reason in my head. So
1: could be. Oh, that's right. But.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean that was fine. The whole them, though, like, looking like good guys and being, like, good guys and doing all this good stuff. And then as soon as you find out they're Templars, it's like, now they're the evilest sons of bees, you know? Like, I didn't like that. Like, either make them appear evil so that you're like, oh, okay, we're we're playing as these evil dudes, evil assassins. And then Templar's like, ah, that makes sense. You know, or make them good and make them appear good. Like, make them be good and make it a difficult moral choice to have to assassinate these people, you know?
0: Yeah, but I, I think the, the point of the story uh, that they were telling anyway between Connor and Hatham, the whole father-son dynamic, uh, you know, it's your father. He may be a bad guy, but, um, I mean... You are with this Assassin Order, and you have to do your job.
1: So they they wanted to take Star Wars and take that story and put it into Assassin's Creed. If what you saying. wanna, if you wanna <laughs> say
0: that, that's fine.
1: Here's, here's the thing, though. Um, Hatham is a bad guy, and at the end of the game, yeah. He's so still why a bad is it guy. a surprise
0: that he's a Templar?
1: Yeah. But at the beginning of the game, he's not a bad guy. But he is. But he doesn't act like it. That's what so? I'm saying. It's it's like that's not they, a big deal. That you, is you, a big no. deal.
0: Not to, to me, it's not.
1: Because he's already the grand master. It's not like he became the grand master right. after. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All the stuff he played. No, he was already the grand master. He was already a templar. He was already a bad guy. But they made him appear to be a good guy. Yes. And that's. Dumb, for, for that,
0: for that, but that, but there's a surprise. There's a surprise. There's a surprise, though. Like I don't, I personally, personally, I was a fan of that because I didn't see that coming. I like that twist of, oh, what I'm playing as a bad guy now, and, and nope. then once that's, and then once once that's over, oh, okay, now you see him interact. You see him and uh Connor interact for a little bit, you know, and then you feel the tension. And then, you know, you go off on your adventure as Connor, which I think is really cool. I would much rather have... I would much rather have that than your standard bad guy and have him just be a bad guy. I don't know. Because, because you... It's fine to play both sides of the fence. It's, it's a cover for a reason. I
1: don't know.
0: I'm... It's a cover for a reason we've we've seen this plenty of times in games and such games and not, movies do it
1: not me <laughs> okay yeah but that's that's the thing though is that I don't know they they just you know when the the moment happened where you find out they're the Templars you know I wasn't shocked I was just kind of like oh really oh, okay you know, and it's just a wild change from being uh, the way they act. And, you know, hatham himself, he kept the most of his original character. Because with the other guy, like Charles Lee, yeah. like he, you know, he appeared to be a gentleman. And, like, you know, he was righteous and doing all this stuff. And then the minute he changed, snap... You know, he's like a ruthless killer murderer, and he's choking young Connor. And it's like, give me a break. Like, okay, he's a bad guy, but that doesn't mean he's a jerk. You know? Why not? <sighs> Why not? Well, because up until that point, he wasn't.
0: Yeah, but you can flip a switch and have something some, some set you off. Or, or again, again the cover thing. Once you've done what you need to do, you can go back to being your normal self. You can put up a front of being a gentleman and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you had this whole other side to you, which is what Charles Lee's character was doing, in my opinion. I don't
1: know. So, I don't. I don't. I'm not buying. We can. It.
0: You're we, not, we can. You're agree not to disagree. Me. <laughs> That's fine. We can agree, or disagree. Black Flag was the last one that I played. We already touched on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unity, I played a little bit of and stopped. You're right. halfway through, almost done.
1: Uh, I believe I'm uh, three fourths of the way done. So I'm, okay, I'm really close, but not quite yet.
0: Right. Okay. Fair mm-hmm. enough. So, uh, with all with, with all that being said interest in the upcoming game Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since Unity, as I said. Uh, so I may I may go back and play Origins, just to get familiar with the new style of game that it is now. But yeah. I have a interest in the new Assassin's Creed game, just because it's doing things that I like in my games. I like choice and consequences, I like uh, RPG elements, uh, Loot based stuff. I like that kind of thing in my games. So, right. for me, I'm interested just because of all that stuff, as well as the fact that they're going to the uh, the I can't pronounce the name of it at the moment, but they're going to uh, Greek in the Greek side of it and all that stuff. I want right. to see what character, what what characters we're going to see from Greek, Greek history and all that. So yeah, we know Socrates is confirmed already.
1: Yeah, Plato.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah. There's gonna
0: have to be some sort of, some sort of, like, uh, Greek gods thing in there, I'm assuming. Mm Mm-hmm. Temples to, temples to the different deities and all that stuff, maybe.
1: Yeah. It's hard to say. We'll find out for sure. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. What, what's your interest level for Odyssey, my friend?
1: Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's pretty high. I mean... Up until they had announced Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I could have only said that I had gotten up to Revelations and beat Revelations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Since E3, which was about a month ago, and them showing off Odyssey and me going, ooh, I, I really want to play that. I have now beaten three games and I'm almost done with the fourth game <laughs> for the Assassin's Creed that I have. Are you worried about Burnout at all? Um, you know, if I was doing all the side stuff, I think I would be burned out, but I'm kind of just trying to do the story stuff and trying not to do really any of the, the side elements to, Uh to keep me from, uh, getting that burnout. Okay. But there, that is a realistic possibility that could happen. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping though that I like get into Assassin's Creed Odyssey and that's where I'll do all the extra stuff. But I mean right. they they went and changed the formula, like we've said. So it may not be the same Assassin's Creed I'm used to once we get to Odyssey or yeah. get to Origins.
0: Right, exactly. And I'm thinking about if I do go back to play Origins it'll be after I play Odyssey just because of time. Yeah. How the timeline works.
1: Mhm. But not gonna go I've...
0: backwards. That's just silly.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I do like the, the Greek, like the Spartan armor and that kind of story. So they already kind of had me, uh, with that. Um, you know, I'm not sure how they're, they're taking the story though. Like if it still has modern day elements or not in it,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like that's going to be the question is if it still has those or not
0: yeah very true very true and also uh the character that you play as alexios or cassandra i believe they're not actually quote-unquote assassins they're mercenaries
1: right well because it's it's set before the assassin brotherhood was made
0: (laughs) yeah 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 well but again that's my thing like yeah it's an Assassin's Creed game but they're not assassins so kinda confused. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean it'd, my my pick like, of course but we'll see.
1: It'd be kind of like a football game but it's not Madden.
0: <laughs> well, a football game that's not football.
1: <laughs> Soccer?
0: Hey. They,
1: they call it football.
0: Cups what, what going on, man. Don't 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 don't, don't offend people. We're going to have a lot of angry people coming out us. What are the you show. talking about? I don't know. Well, football is not <laughs> American football. Football, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah. you crazy. Yeah. Anyways. I know.
0: But yeah, um,
1: where... Because, I mean, it depends on Origins. Like, how did Origins set it up? Like, mm-hmm. was it that they started the Brotherhood, but the Hidden Blades was still a... Th- you know, it was a thing that was developed, and they just found the Hidden Blades? Yeah. You know? So there's there's too many questions. Like, once we get through... Assassin's Creed Origins, then we can know and get an idea and get a better
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: handle on whether or not Assassin's Creed Odyssey actually works. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I'm I'm just excited uh, about the era that they're playing in and you know what what sort of stuff they're they're going to have happen. Like are they going to have mystical creatures in there at all? probably not I I don't think they will but I wouldn't be against it (laughs) yeah you know but maybe they'll they'll have mystical creatures out there that you battle and you end up killing and that's why there's no more around
0: yeah cause
1: cause them to go I I would hope
0: to see them lean into the the I'm gonna call it the quote unquote lore of uh Greek mythology and bring right. in, like, Cyclops and things like that. Maybe not, like, a lot of them, but, like, a rumor or something. Like, hey, there's a really strong thing or you know, whatever. Like, it'd be kind of cool to see, like, a one-off. Right. Of kinda, a, of a certain kind of creature.
1: Kind of like a god of Assassin's Creed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, I want to see, like, a little one-off fight between, like, a Cyclops. It'd be kind of cool. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah where uh in closing to wrap this all up though yeah uh where do we want to see the series go
1: personally uh as i've been playing these assassin's creed games i kind of want them to go more uh fanciful like i love i love the the history stuff and playing in the older world and that but i want to see more like i'm playing through unity and I'm like, wouldn't it be really cool if you met up with the three musketeers?
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: you're in France and, you know, you have the musketeer characters. Wouldn't yeah. it also be really cool if you met up with uh, Belle and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast? Because <laughs> those, those all take place in France. And I don't I'm just, want that. I'm just thinking, <laughs> yes, you do. You just don't know no. you anymore. It would be fantastic. It would be great.
0: I don't want that. That's, that's,
1: even, per- even yeah. if, if, even if it was that it wasn't a beast, it was just this big guy that was big and scary and he like kidnapped this chick whose name was Belle and you had to go in and save and assassinate the beast because he was just a mean person. You know, kind of like with like uh, Dracula and Vlad Trapez, you know, kind of, oh,
0: Vlad the Impaler and all that.
1: Yeah. So like, that that's what I'd like to see. You know, I was thinking, oh, well, a syndicate. You know, you can meet up with Sherlock Holmes. I'm Like, well, wait a minute. He yeah, was yeah, because there, there, there's a DLC.
0: There's a DLC where you. uh there's a DLC involving Jack Jack the Ripper, apparently. So yeah, yeah. but
1: that's that's a real uh, thing that happened. Yeah, it was a real yeah. person that yeah. they called Jack the Ripper because they couldn't find him. Yeah, and that's so, more.
0: That's more so the kind the of stuff that I would want to see. I want to see more of that stuff versus the fantastical stuff that you that you uh, would want to see
1: well here's the thing though main mainline story Assassin's Creed is already fanciful because it's supposed to take place in the first or you have the first civilization and the Adam and Eve was created by these first people to essentially do slave work for them yeah so you're already in the the fanciful yeah you're Mm. already
0: there yeah I yeah. I but I think I think that's about all that I'm comfortable with. I could be wrong, but as of as of talking right now, that's personally all that I'm comfortable with seeing the pieces of Eden and all that other stuff, and all of that that they're currently doing. That right now is about all that I'm comfortable with seeing as far as fanciful stuff in the game.
1: And I'm okay if they embellish. You know because. They're going through these, these characters, and eventually they'll run out of history that's interesting.
2: Because
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, real stuff does happen in these games. Yeah, um, like French Revolution. I'll give you. No, that never happened. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding, but no, they're in Assassin's Creed Rogue. You end up going to um, Portugal. Portugal Mm -hmm. or Pompeii or or someplace. Because there's a a First Civilization temple there. And he goes in and he touches the crystal and it causes this massive earthquake. And it's one of the coolest... Oh no! Yeah, it's one of the coolest parts of the game because you're having to run and escape these tumbling buildings and like run up walls and run through areas um, to get to your boat. Uh, And one of the coolest parts, and I'm like you know, I wonder. And so I looked it up and there was an earthquake that happened at that time in this area because it was something like 19, excuse me, 1755, I believe it was. There was a massive earthquake that uh, demolished all of the old buildings. Uh. And supposedly they ended up just tearing down the old buildings and they started new and, and built new buildings. But yeah, so a lot of this stuff really does happen and that helps add to that lore yeah but you know why not have a um i guess a side series that takes place in the in the fanciful i mean supposedly people are using these helix and these helix are kind of like vr systems so why not just have a fantasy world
2: yeah. That, that's I mean, just my I, if, feeling.
1: If the, Yeah, Just just something to break the the system because right now it's it's all real stuff that happened that they're kind of uh adjusting it so that it fits into the game. And yeah. I, I would just like to see something that's that's more fanciful and, and yeah, and different. Yeah. It's fair. Mhm.
0: I want my modern day Assassin's Creed game. I'm probably not going I'm probably <laughs> never gonna get it. Yeah. That's what I want. You know, I'm probably never gonna get it, but that's what I want the most.
1: Yeah, that that would be, um, I think, next on my list. So, for sure, that that sounds like a good idea. However, I did uh, read or watch a video that said that Watch Dogs is the lost, like modern day Assassin's Creed game.
0: Yeah, that's that's a theory because if you've played Watch Dogs, quick sidebar here, because if you've played Watch Dogs, uh, you can hack into people's phones and all that other stuff, and you can see that some people work for Abstergo, uh, mm-hmm. and they're in the same universe. So there's a the thing that they might be in the same universe. So well,
1: I mean, not only that. Oh. Hold up, not only that, mm-hmm. but the the boss for Abstergo Entertainment that's in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. He has a meeting to go into Chicago and one of the guys that you have to go and, and for lack of a better word, murder in watchdogs is that guy. Like they never actually say it. Yeah. He's like trying to get to the airport and you have to take him out and it looks an awful lot like they use the same dude. And I also found out that Sean and Rebecca made a hackers uh, company or group. The, I guess they call the initiate the initiate initiative like, something like that yeah and so I kind of wondered if that was the same group of hackers in watchdogs
0: I don't remember the name of the group in watchdogs I have to go and look it up and see because if it is that's interesting
1: yeah so I mean that's that's just a side story but Cause it's not like you hide and then stab people with a hidden blade and Watch Dogs. Yeah, but but you but
0: I think you could definitely take the Assassin's Creed formula and put it in a modern setting, but still keep it in the realm of Assassin's Creed if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, just because so you're giving them like modern guns and stuff doesn't mean you don't try and hide and and stab. People yeah, and blend in and, and blend in. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That that's that's what I want though.
1: Right. Okay, so yeah. here's here's a hypothetical before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. If they did do a modern day, where do you want them to do the modern day?
0: Ooh. It's so easy for me to just say New York because it's mm-hmm. the biggest city on the East Coast. And uh, I think it would be a really cool place to um, have a... A Assassin's Creed game takes take place in. It's got a lot of iconic areas, Times Square especially. Uh, so right. you could do something with that. I think that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. Um, what about you? I would not say New York, and the reason why is because there's so many games that have already that's, done. That's
0: that's that's my only reason for like being a little, being a little hesitant to say New York is because everything's in New York. Yeah. Or or like I mean. And, and see, so, yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't work because you would have to do a quote-unquote modern day, so it would have to be a, a realistic city. I was going to say you could do like a fictional city, but that's not how this works.
1: Yeah, no, that's not how this works. Um, I was thinking... uh, you know, Just off the top of my head, no. I wouldn't do,
0: I wouldn't <laughs> do <but> Utah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Turns don't... out the Mormons are all assassins. <laughs>
0: we got snow we got rocks that's
1: it yeah they got ousted by the Templars and that's where they went they went to Utah (laughs) to do the Assassin Brotherhood no (laughs) Um, but no realistically thinking of a big city that I haven't really seen in a video game before and the first one that pops into my mind is Dallas okay Like that's that's a huge city you don't really see it or, or hear it much
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and you can do like offshoots Like guess uh, in Assassin's Creed they always love to do oh here's you know this city and now you travel up to this city or travel to that city so I mean they could do like Houston San Antonio Dallas you know you have all those areas that you could do
0: yeah I was also thinking New York too because it's a largely populated uh, area and mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential for you know hiding and blending in and the stuff that you would that I think you would want in a modern-day uh, Assassin's Creed game.
1: Well, i have never you been... even do
0: stuff with you can do stuff with, with the subway tunnels and everything
1: I've never been to Dallas, but I assume Yeah, I haven't either I assume there's lots of people there and you can blend in and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah I, I'm assuming so as well, but I don't I don't think it come it compares to the size mm-hmm. of uh, New York and like downtown
1: uh, <laughs> we'll have to but, look uh, that but, up but again I
0: don't know
1: we'll have to look that up later but yeah. here's the thing that you um, to get around not having lots of people to blend in you just have a quote unquote convention going on
0: throughout <laughs> <laughs> the story <laughs> that, yeah.
1: yeah that brings like in Dallas they have a they call it South by Southwest or it brings like uh, books and movies and music together mm-hmm. and they they do this whole thing it's like a huge convention thing but right. you just have that and there you go there's all your people
0: yeah you have to, you you would have to have the game how long is a convention do you know I'm curious this was for time because usually um, it's usually the has free game span years so
1: right. every year not saying, there's this not convention saying this
0: <laughs> not, saying, not saying this this one has to of course But you know
1: Right Yeah I mean I'm okay though With it not being super populated uh, One of the most Annoying things for me with Unity Is that there's people Everywhere and, and it's like I run And like get pushed and slowed down yeah. and, Like sure that I mean On a A uh, Technological standpoint that's really cool. I mean, look at all these people they've been able to, to put into this game. Mm-hmm. So, technologically, it's really great. But as a gameplay aspect, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> out of the way, lady! You're running yeah. over here! Like,
0: I mean, more times... And go around you.
1: Yeah, more times than not, when you're in trouble and you're trying to run away, if you try and hide in a group of people, they see you and try and come get you anyways. So, for me, it... it it doesn't help. You have to like go around a corner and hide or whatever. Yeah. But so that's which is
0: a... fine because if they see you going to the crowd, obviously they're like, oh, well, where did he go? I lost them. You have to skip their break break line of sight. Mhm. Yeah. So going around a corner would do the job.
1: Yep. And, well, what, and blending in with saying.
0: people would do the job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have any haystacks though. Like, what would you have people hide in? Because yeah. in New York, you can't hide in haystack. It's not like you climb up to the building and then you eagle dive under the haystack. You could,
0: you, you could put conveniently placed <laughs> dumpsters in the area.
1: <laughs> dumpsters. And then you make a joke later. Like, why do you smell like trash?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? Faking it'll be.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, just, that was a fun little bit there to end the show for sure. Nice. Uh, that, 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 that's it, though, right? We're done. Nothing else to really talk about.
1: We are done,
0: and we're out of here. Thank you all so much for listening to episode forty-nine of the RNR Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, can round of plugs go?
1: Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at RNR Gaming Pod. That's R A N D Gaming P O D. We always post there as soon as the new episode is live and sometimes post fun stuff. You can find me personally on Twitter at Macrobov, that's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V, and of course Byron's on Twitter at B underscore Ron 1417, where else can they find us?
0: They can find us on Google Play Music, on iTunes, and the CastBox app. On iTunes, be sure to leave us five stars and a review. I got it right this time. Uh, That way it'll help us improve the show, both for you guys and for us.
1: Yeah. Hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I'm right one time a podcast. That time is now. Yep. You can also find me streaming on Twitch if you'd like. That's uh, twitch.tv slash b underscore ron1417. Right now, I'm currently playing through Batman the Telltale series. Uh, It's really fun. I'm enjoying it. The fights are my favorite part of the game. Next to, of course, managing both Bruce Wayne and Batman.
1: Yeah, I've already played through all of those. So I can say, yes, you're right.
0: Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Is there help me, is there another part after after this? Like after the one that I'm playing, is there another part to it? What do you mean? Because I could like like I thought they I thought they showed a trailer for another like for an- another part to the game after the original arc was over. Like there was a trailer for well, something. There's,
1: yeah, there's Batman the enemy within.
0: Okay, that's that's probably what I'm thinking about then. Mm-hmm. Because that one I haven't played yet, and I was trying to find it, and I, it wasn't in the bat, it wasn't in the Batman Telltale game menu or anything, so I didn't know if it existed, or if it's its own separate thing.
1: Yeah, I no, idea. no, no, yeah, it's it's a sequel, and your your choices matter, like in the sequel. So everything that happened in the first game will have happened in the second.
0: Okay, so I'll have to pick it up once I finish uh, this, and I'll play through that. Yep. that will be cool. that will be cool. All right, so yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And uh, Ken, they got to come back next week. Tell them why.
1: I don't know why they should come back next week, but everyone can use a little more R and R.
0: I dreamed a dream the other night, Lola. Rollin' Randy Dandy, oh, we are fall heave away, away, rollin' and go. The anchors on board and the cables are stored. Rolling Randy Dandy, oh, roll through the blocks We're Rolling rollin'.
2: Go. Oh, God.